0: Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. Welcome to the playoffs. We've got play-in matchups coming at you this week. One game or two games, Winner go home. Cavs, Nets, Hawks, Hornets, Clippers, Timberwolves, Spurs, Pelicans, all fighting for their lives this week. Use the link in the description to this episode to sign up and get a 50% welcome bonus using the promo code believe b l e a v when you make your deposit bet online where the game starts good On the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it's a podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. It is April 13th, according to my count. It may not be that according to your count, but we appreciate you stopping in, however and whenever you may be listening. Morgan from Australia is joining us here today on the Take It Easy podcast. It's going to be a very, very fun episode. They're always just crazy and kooky, and uh, this podcast is no exception, although we do touch on some different stuff uh, as well. This is also podcast episode 908, so thank you for continuing to support. I want to start off by talking about in this quick little A block something that I don't usually do, which is The story of the day, which during the NBA playoffs, it's fun to cover the story of the day over and over again a little bit. It's slightly more enjoyable. And the story of the day was the NBA play-in tournament, which last year was all about the Warriors and LeBron and telling the story of how this is the last time you're guaranteed a generation of stars matching up in the playoffs. And lo and behold, I was right, because the Warriors got better, Lakers did not, Last time we're guaranteed stars of childhood matching up in the playoffs. You know, there's no guarantee that James Harden and Steph Curry will match up again or KD and LeBron or anything like that. You are watching the end of an era of basketball right in front of your eyes. And so it was Cavs and it was Nets. We all knew the Nets were going to win. The Nets did win, blah, 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 blah. Uh, By the way, Tried to warn you guys about the Nets, and uh, as we'll, we'll hear in this episode of the podcast, we'll talk more about it with Morgan. But anyways, so yeah, I just want to talk about a few things that happened in the game that just put a smile on my face more than watching Brooklyn and Cleveland, which was as riveting as a game like that can be. First and foremost, learned that Rajon Rondo plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just forgot about that, that Rondo found his way to a playoff team at the very end of the road when he went from like the Lakers to Memphis to getting waved I forgot that he ended up on Cleveland so good for him Rondo found his way back over to the the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers that will now duel it out for the final playoff spot and by the way the season already a bit of an overachievement the fact that you're in the play-in game bit of an achievement for the Cavaliers in the first place considering that Toronto was pretty good and Chicago got better, or at least better than you did, by adding Isaac Okoro and Karis Lavert, But it was still pretty cool that you got to that place. Good job, Cleveland. Did not know Rondo played for Cleveland, but good for them. Uh, we also got Isaac—oh, uh, sorry, not Isaac Okoro, Chetty Osman. I really feel an Isaac Okoro for some reason, because I used to joke when he got drafted fifth in the draft, and now he's an okay player for the Cavs. But anyways— Um, Chetty Osman still being on the Cleveland Cavaliers just put a smile on my face because since LeBron left, I'm not sure I've watched more than like 30 minutes of Cavaliers basketball in the last four seasons, especially not this year where I wasn't watching even good basketball. Nonetheless, Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. But seeing that Osman still played for the Cavaliers just put a smile on my face because he was the creative player that everyone joked about during the 2018 NBA Finals. He was the embodiment of, look at all these random teammates LeBron James just carried to the championship because he signed over from, I think, Turkey back in like 2000, God, I want to say 2016 now. And the fact that like six years later, he's still playing on the Cavs. I assume he was playing minutes while they were shitty because now they have at least moderately good players and he's still getting minutes. It just felt good to see Chetty Osman playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I guess now I'm realizing this is turning into like a five little things segment, which is one of the OG segments we did on the podcast. It's not creative. It's not innovative at all. It's just five little things that I wanted to talk about. So number three on five little things, Ben Simmons wearing an all like green, snake green is the color I'd call it, but olive green is probably the more appropriate one. An olive green jacket on a sidelines of people all wearing the Brooklyn Nets black colored shirts was a very funny picture because the stadium's already pretty dark too in brooklyn so it was just a funny picture to look at was ben simmons in all green sitting next to people all wearing the black jumpsuits for the brooklyn nets four this is just a short note the Brooklyn is actually really bad when Kevin Durant goes off the floor. Like, they were like plus 20 when Durant played in the first quarter, and then he went on the bench, and they got like minus nine in like six minutes. Like, woof. It was kind of rough, but, you know, it turned out okay in the end. But man, things get rough when Kevin Durant goes on the bench. The good news, I guess, is Kevin Durant will play a full, whatever, 40, I don't know, 48, 46 minutes come playoff time so we'll see what it ends up working with Eh, it should be interesting to watch that play out number five animal kingdom for those who don't know animal kingdom is a popular television show on tnt and i'm guessing by now they've had like six or seven seasons of animal kingdom um but animal kingdom is a television show and I, i mentioned this on social media a little bit but Animal Kingdom is a television show that I have been watching commercials for since like since I've been watching basketball like a staple of this television show is seeing commercial is, is just commercials that air during the NBA playoffs because they always build a new season to set up in June, they'll usually after an NBA playoff game show the series premiere of Animal Kingdom. I have been watching Animal Kingdom commercials for six years, as long as I've been watching basketball closely. There have been commercials for Animal Kingdom airing on TNT, and now the show is ending after this season, and it makes me just a little bit sad that an era is coming to an end Of a show that I have never seen. I have never watched Animal Kingdom before. And yet I feel sad that after six years, this television show is finally coming to a close. And so maybe this is the time to begin watching this show. Maybe we begin with the description for the episode. After a heroin overdose kills his mom, Joshua J. Cody moves to Southern California to live with his freewheeling relatives. The family's matriarch is Jay's estranged grandmother, Janine Smurf Cody, from whom he's been shielded for years. Jay soon finds out the reason for the isolation. Smurf and, quote, her boys, make their livings through carefully planned armed robberies and other criminal activities. Prominent perpetrators include Smurf's three sons, mentally disturbed ex-con Pope, Hyperactive drug user Craig and suspicious Duran. In order to stay alive, Jay must prove loyal to his beguiling grandmother, who rules with a borderline incestuous, incestuous love. And this show also included, in the fourth season of the show, a guest appearance from one Dennis Leary. And that is the Dennis Leary of Ice Age. He plays Manny on Ice Age, and the legend that is Dennis Leary got a spot in TNT's premier drama, Animal Kingdom. And so Animal Kingdom is coming to a close, and it makes me impossibly sad. Even if I've never watched an episode of the show, I do feel like I got a great image of what that show was from years of watching commercials during TNT basketball playoffs. For this show and it made me sad that this is the final season because it's a staple of childhood is playoff basketball on TNT and commercials for Snowpiercer and Animal Kingdom and also some other shows on TBS that I got very into because there was a weird time in 2019 where I got very into TBS and TNT television shows but Animal Kingdom was not one of them Snowpiercer was not one of them, and yet both of those shows, I think, are coming towards an end. But I've seen their commercials already, and you know basketball playoffs are back when you get Animal Kingdom commercials, and I'm very sad that it's coming to an end. Anyways, that's the kind of joking fun mood on a post-play-in night that sets the tone for Morgan from Australia joining the show. But not before we eulogize the 2022 Cleveland Cavaliers and I know they're not eliminated yet they still have a chance to make the playoffs but since I don't care who they if they play Miami in the 8-1 game that's going to be aired predominantly on NBA TV and because they're just prevalent right now because we spent an entire a block talking about them this will be the lasting legacy to the Cleveland Cavaliers is this amazing Skit that we did back in January of 2022 about the new Cleveland Cavaliers. Are you tired or bored of your current NBA team? Have you recently lost a superstar and are now spending years stuck in a rebuild? Are you a Lakers fan who hopped on the bandwagon after the Russell Westbrook trade but are now tired of defending Anthony Davis on Twitter? If you or someone you know is experiencing perpetual mediocrity, then we have a new solution for you. Introducing the new Cleveland Cavaliers. We know it's now been four years since LeBron left and the Cavaliers have had a really poor reputation, but with the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference and while currently sitting five games over 500, the Cleveland Cavaliers are a perfect option for any new and adopting bandwagoners. Yes, for 20 years the Cavaliers' strategy was to have the greatest players in the history of basketball be born in the general area of your city. But the Cleveland Cavaliers have pivoted in the last four years. We traded Kyrie Irving, who we got with the number one pick in the draft, and basically only got Collin Sexton in return. We then refused to sign Collin Sexton to his rookie extension, only for Sexton to then tear his meniscus in week one. The Cleveland Cavaliers signed Kevin Love to that four-year, $120 million extension, and we still have refused to trade Kevin Love because we are loyal. We know we've drafted in the top five six times in the last 10 seasons, but we've also had more success than 26 other NBA franchises in the last decade. When you join the new Cleveland Cavaliers, some of the perks involved are three fun, young rookie stars, the possibility of acquiring Ben Simmons, and no expectations for the 2021-2022 season. That's right, you get all the fun of a team that's allowed to talk shit on Twitter, and none of the expectations of actually winning a playoff series. Remember when we had John Beeline, and he was basically Urban Meyer before Urban Meyer? Neither do we, and we've moved on from this through a pandemic and multiple draft picks to create a new, young core of Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, and Evan Mobley. For all of you who are big fans of NBA Twitter, we also have wonderful attractions such as Ricky Rubio, Chetty Osman, and the legend, Taco Fall. That's right, Taco Fall plays for the Cavaliers. Bet you didn't know that. Lakers fans, how excited were you when you guys got Russell Westbrook? Well, if you join the new Cleveland Cavaliers in seven months, you'll get that joy again when we inevitably trade Kevin Love and Colin Sexton to acquire Russell Westbrook in a move of pure desperation. But that's not all, folks. If you sign up in the next 48 hours, you will receive a new Cleveland Cavaliers swag bag, which includes a J.R. Smith tattoo t-shirt, LeBron James' old practice shorts from 2016's championship season, a copy of the Dan Gilbert letter that he sent out after LeBron James decided to join the Miami Heat, two complimentary tickets to a Detroit Pistons-Cleveland Cavaliers game worth $6, and Larry Markkinen. So sign up today for the new and improved Cleveland Cavaliers. All sign-ups for New Cleveland Cavaliers are binding through the 2022-2023 season. All signups must be confirmed before the inevitable New York Knicks play-in game in April. Side effects of New Cleveland Cavaliers include fever, chills, cold sweats, Ben Simmons trade rumors, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts or actions, diarrhea, constipation, a longing for LeBron James, and the inexplicable urge to acquire Harrison Barnes at the trade deadline. If you or someone you know experiences any of these symptoms, your doctor may prescribe Orlando Magic as an alternative for New Cleveland Cavaliers. New sponsor alert. It's the good people over at CreditKarma.com, sponsoring the Take It Easy podcast. Credit Karma can help you look for a low-interest personal loan that could help you save money while you pay off a purchase or pay down old credit card debt. Credit Karma compares loan offers for free and it will not affect your credit score to use creditkarma.com. If you're ready to apply, you can use the link in the description to this episode or head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see your personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit Karma. Apply with more confidence today. Hello. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm okay. How are you?
0: Good. No no visual gags today, just regular Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever day it is in Australia.
1: It's playoff Um, time. We don't we're not here for gags. We don't need need a visual gag now. The two seats.
0: Okay. You came in saying you had takes. That was the comment you had. When I asked if you wanted to do a podcast, you have takes. So um, I assume one of them might be the public execution of Adam Schefter. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but if that oh, comes I up. Am it's- here. I am here to kick that dog.
1: <laughs> like I've beaten that dead horse once or twice in the last few weeks, but geez, does he deserve it? What an idiot, but no, he he's not my number one target today maybe yesterday he would have been cam newton
0: oh yes oh yes let's do this i i genuinely couldn't believe that that was the controversy that was going around on monday night which is the time we're recording this for people who need context uh, i could i couldn't believe that one was even a thing and if you don't know what it is either morgan can explain it or just go google cam newton real quick because oof
1: it's not even the first time that cam has oofed (laughs) when it comes to his um misogynistic uh opinions wow yeah. But we
0: always just took it on the chin before. It was just like, oh, we're that's We're not taking a it on the charming. chin
1: anymore. We as no. women are not taking it on the chin from Cam Newton. Because
0: he Thanks. said the one thing that, like, even the most, like even the most strident people who are misogynistic but pretend like they aren't misogynistic and they say Deshaun Watson is innocent until proven guilty, even those people aren't bold enough to say, I only like women who cook and take care of the needs for a man. And Cam Newton was willing to go that far. That's the one thing that you're just going to get universal scorn on.
1: This is going to be a public service announcement. Don't tell women to be quiet we don't like it
0: yes and male privilege you can get away with it is the worst part of it yeah
1: like the people in that room are like yeah man yeah yeah that a bad bitch a bad bitch doesn't know when to be quiet but a woman a
0: woman knows when to be quiet I wish there that, wasn't commentary around this Cam Newton thing, because I would have been so interested to just show this video to some people and be like, what are your thoughts on this? And see people kind of straddle the middle on this issue. Oh,
1: I, I read the, <laughs> obviously, I read, a, I read a few tweets surrounding it. And a man who <laughs> who was trying to straddle the issue, and he's like, I don't see what's wrong with it. <laughs> and he's like, can someone tell me what, what was wrong with what he said? <laughs> And I'm like, w- did you listen to it? <laughs> well, this what, is the... I've, I've, I've got daughters. I want to know, I'm like, firstly, can we stop the whole I'm a father, I've got daughters, I've got a wife. Like, That's not where we need to draw the line as to where we should be respecting women. We should all be respecting women, whether you've reproduced any or whether you've married one. We should just all respect women, full stop. You don't need to have married one or made one to, to respect us it should just, yeah the, the just direct quote naturally.
0: here the direct quote that we're talking about here quote now a woman for me is handling your own but knowing how this to is, cater to a man's uh, needs this is opposed right?
1: to a bad bitch yes opposed to a bad bitch Mm
0: -hmm. yes a a bad well it's derogatory bad b word is a person who is just you know girl i'm a bad b i'm doing this how about broad girl i'm a bad broad no you're quoting it
1: so you can say bad bitch
0: Yeah, I know. I just I I do. Remember, what was it when um, the John Gruden thing first happened and like the New York Times or ESPN censored the the slur and then the New York Times like put the slur in and then everyone kind of turned their heads to the John Gruden thing? The slur is there. I just don't feel comfortable saying it because it's derogatory. I'm doing that. Uh, Back to Cam Newton. I'm doing that. I look the part, but I don't act the part. And there's a lot of women who are bad broads. And I say broads in a way not to degrade a woman somehow, Um, but he immediately follows. I say broads in a way not to degrade a woman but just to go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick Newton said that was the first part of it the part that i thought was a little inflammatory was now a woman for me is handling your own but knowing how to cater to a man's needs right he asks as a question as if we're just inferring that this is a uh, you know this is the statement that's necessary as fact to build this premise and I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of I'm a boss broad, I'm a need, th- I'm a this, I'm that, no baby, but you can't cook. You don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Uh, yeah, uh, it gets more and more just... I But this is the this is the dumb part. This is like everyone, even misogynists agree this is misogynistic. And so I don't even know how we can have a conversation other than just see like Bomani Jones says all the time, just seeing people tell on themselves. That's all this is for is seeing people tell on themselves.
1: This man has once again shown his ass publicly. Like,
0: Yeah, he's he's a fool. And- he, he is a fool at this point. But th- but this is the other complex part is the, the racist part of it, too, makes it difficult because the misogynists sometimes also cross over with the racists. And so sometimes then they go to the stereotypes of attacking Cam Newton. But Cam Newton's just kind of dumb. That's the easiest way you can look at it. Cam Newton is misogynistic ignorant and nothing more than that we don't have to dig further into it but we can because it
1: goes no deeper than that no deeper than that the guys yeah we
0: we can undo a bunch of layers of this stuff because what happens when the people who are gifted because cam newton i will argue is like the most gifted athlete to enter professional sports in america in the last like 10 to 15 years like what happens When that person with the physical gifts isn't the role model that you want them to be is where you don't put stock in that person. But that's the deeper conversation that we can talk about after we acknowledge Cam Newton is ignorant and Cam Newton is misogynistic. And even misogynists would argue that what Cam Newton said is misogynistic.
1: Yeah. And if you want to be a bad bitch, you can be a bad bitch. If you want to cater to the needs of a man or a woman or whatever you like,
0: you can do that but don't be told when you need to be quiet. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't, I, I want to be careful about this because I didn't fact check it before because I thought someone pointed out in a comment section that Cam Newton has had like seven children with five different women, but I didn't fact check that before. That might be not true on Twitter, at which point the, the, I just think that that's funny in the conversation of this, which is if you're going to be misogynistic without the house in order, because one of the things he quotes in the thing is like his parents have been together for 36, 37 years, and it's real love. And that's kind of the basis that he's using to argue misogynistic stuff. It's more just saying it to say it than actually proving a point. It's that I think women are less than men. And therefore, I just want to put that out into the universe with all the justifications necessary to make that point. Yeah.
1: And if these, if these are the traits that you're looking for in a woman, well, you're obviously um not good at at, at judging them because you are moving on so quickly. Mm-hmm. If if that is the case, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock in however many partners he's had however many children he has i don't care about that the fact that he has that thought to begin with is
0: just um it's it's using it as the basis for your argument is difficult ridiculous yeah anyway
1: so um, I know he's been hitting the head a lot, but that's, that's not really an excuse.
0: He he was that way before. Remember, like we said, he uh, th- this has been out there before. Twenty seventeen, yeah. I think. I think it was Rachel Bonetta put out a thread of stuff with Cam Newton. There, it's like this stuff has been out there in the past. We knew he was who he was. It's just another example, and he did it on a bar stool podcast. Which, if you want toxic masculinity, there is your poster child for it. That is the place that I assumed he would go to spew that. Yeah. What a dickhead. Okay, so that's take and like, number and they, one. And, they, and, and those come. hats
1: are just boring. Like, I'm so sick of you and your dumb hats. Fuck
0: off. We disagree on fashion. Hats. I've wanted him to show up in a full Panther no. outfit with face paint and everything no, when he returned. That's That's, like, dumb. Like...
1: Your hats are dumb now. They're old. But he's old. He's old
0: now. He's now like two generations removed from like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen now. He's done. Done. Put
1: the done chain on him. He's done.
0: But he's been done for a few years. Cam Newton's thing is he's in. Stop
1: stop giving him oxygen.
0: He's what I like to call bridge watering, which is he doesn't have much left. How dare you? How dare you?
1: Teddy's a mm, good man.
0: Teddy, Teddy is a good a, man. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy rides is a, a
1: bicycle. He's a good man.
0: Teddy's he's a good a, man and a better he's person.
1: A, a sweet individual who rides a bicycle he gives back to his community. The Miami Northwestern Bulls. What I'm I love, saying. I love when he goes is, back there and he joins in the dancing and he's just a sweet man.
0: What I'm. It's it's not. It has nothing to do Teddy. with Teddy. He's just the poster child of. Is he a starting quarterback in the NFL? No, can you trick a team into paying you a lot of money? Yes, yes, you can do that. Trubisky's doing it. Bridgewater's doing it. Mariota tried doing it. Jameis Winston's trying to do it. You can M's trick not doing it
1: cam's not doing it because cam's trying. trying for those cam kids, just got
0: not, nah. he just got 10 million dollars from the panthers for like <laughs> six games
1: i could get 10 million dollars in the panthers they're dumb as fuck
0: <laughs> yes i'm aware yes the carolina panthers this is the other part you know how we talk about um like when your team has a shitty owner how it like destroys things for like 20 30 years sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side because at least you could say the panthers were stable even if they had a sexual predator as their <laughs> owner
1: yeah even if um cam and the owner did um agree on their on their tanks before
0: yeah even if they had a me too sexual predator for an owner they also were stable the problem is just because you get a new owner doesn't mean the new owner Owner is going to be better because the thing we're learning tepper kind of incompetent kind of incompetent at running a football team yeah which just uh
1: less dangerous
0: <laughs> yep just not as well as we know of you know we only know what now. we know at this point maybe dan snyder will will tell everyone's dirty laundry in the lawsuit
1: but were not we like, where's gruden where's gruden with the laundry come on john Oh no, they paid it.
0: No, they paid him to go away. He he filed the lawsuit. They paid him to go away. Oh, he man. was gonna try and fight everyone, and then they just paid him to go away. Coward. Coward. Yeah. He took he he used the threat of airing everyone's dirty laundry to get a nice little settlement from the NFL. Yeah, now they paid him for his silence. Right. Yeah.
1: Adam Shift is a jerk. <laughs>
0: okay take number two is the I, I called for the public execution of adam shefter at the beginning of this but which I, uh, I think like i don't know wording
1: like a little insensitive given the fact that we're coming we're taking this side based on the fact that somebody died yes um, that's true i like, guess this
0: this one's related to death as opposed to the other five missteps with which were Uh, what was it Deshaun Watson Mr. Editor um, you know there are a few bad ones in
1: there yeah I like we've all seen the threads of like all the things that Adam Schefter has done like there's just the lack of accountability is what annoys me like it it just gets away with using his Twitter um, to break news in the most insensitive demeaning of ways like I know that we often gloss over people and their lives when they when they pass away. We kind of tend to gloss over their mistakes and mm-hmm. kind of not we don't trivialize them. We we just look beyond it because their their lives have ended, and it's not a time to it's a time to reflect on their life and the things that they were able to achieve. Not a time to go well, look at this failure. It's it's just completely the
0: wrong time to at the very least this- like apply nuance at the same time like the thing i, I that's talked what he about just completely lacks i think any kind of nuance any like he just
1: the social cues any kind of it's like he's not human
0: he's a robot yes and no i mean it's it's partially that i mean it's also he's a propaganda arm for the NFL, and he only has two hundred and fifty characters to work with within that space, and so.
1: But why are you wasting them on the fact that he's a, that he struggled to find his way in the NFL? Because
0: that's you what he wastes, knows. You
1: wasted like, characters on that. No, no. That's
0: no. I mean th- the the way you do that is just Dwayne Haskins. 24 years old has died that's it's the simplest way to do it shams is good at this short sleep tragically What did he What did he say other than that? It's just get rid of the Ohio State standout and Washington-Pittsburgh because yeah. we assume so he that he's he getting traded. Market.
1: Right.
0: Look, we're all learning the news from him at the same time. And when you start with that, we assume he's going to get traded or cut. Like when you list that part of it, we're not expecting died after that. Like if you're going to deliver mm-hmm. the harsh news, just hit it short, sweet, and simple and then apply the nuance later. Because like- all of this stuff has gotten, this is the thing I talked about on on Tuesday, which is technically before the day before this podcast comes out. So I recorded it on Monday. It was basically like, I've, I've stopped feeling the tragedy around the sports figures now. I think that the thing that kind of pushed me over the edge with that was Jose Fernandez, where like I was told I'm supposed to feel sad about this. And then when the the, the whole ceremony thing happened and you're supposed to feel emotional and sad because death and Cuban Americans and all of that stuff. And then we find out later that he's at fault in the boat crash. Like all of it was like, why, why did I go through? Why was I told this was important when no one really has the answers? So like, in that way, I don't experience it as a tragedy, but I can still point out this is an incredibly tragic I think situation.
1: I, I think it's still a tragedy whether he caused it or not.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just I don't have the personal connection to it. And the difficult part of had Jose Fernandez survived, he would have been charged with double manslaughter. And that's a difficult moral conundrum to kind of pack in there, which has nothing to do with this situation. That's just the pretense for why, like, I don't feel the same tragedy towards these situations. I see Dwayne Haskins die. I'm like, oh, that's really sad. And then, you know, move on with my life. But that's it, it feels cynical to a certain extent there. But I I it's not actively doing damage like Adam Schefter did. Like that's kind of the weird thing in between. It's like you can apply nuance over a 25-minute podcast like Adam Schefter did today on his. Which is the other fucked up part is that his apology came at his podcast getting downloads, which is the yeah. other messed up part around that. Yeah. But
1: tune into my podcast. If you'd like to hear me apologize for my insensitivity.
0: Yeah. I mean, th- he's got leverage though. He's got, he, even if he is unprofessional, he is to a certain extent, a propaganda arm for the <laughs> NFL.
1: Stu too is strong in him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: speaking of, Stugart's inviting J.J. Watt onto his podcast today.
0: That was very fun. That was very fun. Um,
1: So does J.J. Watt get the show? Uh,
0: J.J. Watt's been on the show before. I know he's been on the show. I can't remember if I was listening to it back then, but I know he's been on the show before but I don't know if he gets the sh- I'm sure he's gotten these comments for years, like from either tagged in something Stu Gott says or Levitard yeah, people. He, obviously, sh- he'd
1: get tagged because people are rats. Like Yes. Pe- people love to tag in the person who's been having shit talked about him. And so obviously that happens, but to see JJ what respond to Stu <laughs> with the hug gif...
0: <laughs> I do like to say, like as much as I don't like J.J. Watt for the same reasons, like I don't like corporate Russell Wilson. Like at least he's moderately self-aware. Like J.J. Watt knows when he gets traded to the Cardinals and takes the picture in front of the Pat Tillman statue. Like he knows what he's doing in that situation. He's at least moderately self-aware even if I think it's kind of messed up that he does corporate stuff and like we'll do the NFL's bidding so he can win Walter Payton man of the year and get the subway commercials and get the Papa John's commercials. Like
1: it's all funny to me. It's all funny. Yeah. Keep like, up the good work, JJ,
0: JJ, at least he'll keep doing it. And it keeps him relevant into his thirties when he's still a very good football player, but he's not hall of fame, good football player that he used to be. It still keeps JJ Watt relevant. And Yeah, I like that he's playing into, or at least he was willing to play into it on Twitter as he's found new perspective in life and marriage and injuries for each of the last three seasons and leaving Houston, which didn't deserve him in the first place.
1: Yeah, Houston doesn't deserve much.
0: No, they do not. The worst run franchise in all of North American professional sports.
1: Right. So we're in playoff time now.
0: Yes. Okay. That was take three. Let's circle back to you bragging about the Boston Celtics, which they're I are
1: number two.
0: Yes, they are. They are very much number two, um, and they're and a going tale to, of
1: two halves. This season has been for the Boston Celtics.
0: They are still the fourth or fifth best team in the Eastern Conference. We're recording this again before Tuesday's play-in game, so let's operate under the assumption that Brooklyn is going to beat Cleveland. I'm
1: operating under no assumptions. I'm operating under the actual fact of boston is the number two team in the eastern conference because that is where they stand after 82 games thank you technically very
0: much. you sit when you're number two but that's okay well, you know what
1: no we're gonna stand because we're taking the applause we're standing here we're not sitting you're not sitting
0: when you're number we're two? We're
1: standing. No, we're standing right here and saying, come at us. We haven't even sat down. We're not taking the time to sit. We're standing. <laughs> and we're not, we're not sitting and hiding from the Brooklyn Nets like some other cowards. We're standing and saying, come at us. We'll take the two. Mm-hmm. Not scared. Not scared. Not like the Miami Heat who are scared. Not like the Milwaukee Bucks who are scared. We're not scared. Come at us. We're a better team than you.
0: Nets and six. No. Nets in seven. No. Nets in Tixi- three. Six five. <laughs> no, no, but it's still fun. It's still. It, I need Brooklyn to win just to be validated for myself. But it's okay if they don't. I don't think Brooklyn. I'm, maybe I'm hedging emotionally a little bit. But I'm like, Milwaukee's clearly better than everyone, and then it's like Brooklyn, Philadelphia. Miami and Boston, you can figure them out somewhere after that. I know they're the one and Philadelphia, two seeds, but...
1: Philadelphia are going to get bounced by Toronto.
0: No, they are not going to get bounced by Toronto. Now, bye. if they get bounced bye, by bitches. Miami, bye bye bitches. But why What's do you process? think Phil? Why is Toronto? I was it Zach Harper who's like the big no, Toronto.
1: Matisse, no, no, seventy sixes. <laughs>
0: Okay, do, who would you it, know who
1: had Matisse Thybul as the anti vaxxer <laughs> Ooh, not me.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot that they, they can't go to Toronto. Oh, that's an L for Matisse Thybul. Oh, but the Celtics were the team that almost got that treatment. The who Celtics had, who
1: had Matisse Thybul as the bad Australian?
0: Not me. <laughs> oh, I forgot that you can't go to Canada without a vaccination. How did he go to the
1: Olympics?
0: Olympics weren't checking them Vax cards, I guess. I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean
1: the Olympics weren't checking Vax cards?
0: Maybe maybe he's got one of the fake ones. Maybe he's got the $500 fake one. But I. God. Why is no
1: one bringing up that he went to the Olympics? Is this not an issue?
0: Well, watch. Matisse Thiebel is going to play game three and it's going to be really weird. But at the same time.
1: They they announced that he's out. Like, can't, cannot go to, like.
0: What? At the same time, you go to they? Tokyo, can't go to Toronto. That is uh, that is a Canada law. You can't go into Canada without a vaccination Surely card. that was a law for the Olympics. I would assume so, but not every country had vaccine access and shit. I don't know. This was still in 2021. Australia I'm not...
1: had vaccine access then. Oh, no. all, of our, all of our Olympians had to be vaccinated. How did he get there? I don't know.
0: Uh, fake vax card. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how this is working, but yeah, Matisse Thibel's the anti-vaxxer of the group. And, uh, yes, they may. He
1: doesn't, there's a process he doesn't trust.
0: Yeah. They might not have Matisse Thibel. You know who they're going up against though. Precious Achua. That's who we're scared of. Precious is going to knock out James Harden and the maybe MVP of the league, Joel Embiid. That's definitely how that's going to work. It's going to be a whole lot of Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. But Toronto is going to be fun anyways. Toronto is going to give us a, a five or six gamer Bulls are going to give us nothing, but I, how funny is it that Chicago ended up being exactly what we all thought they were? Like it took a weird road for them to get there, but they ended up being exactly what we thought they were going to be, which is the sixth seed. Who's going to get bounced by Milwaukee.
1: So I'm Googling. Matisse tribal didn't need to get vaccinated to play in Tokyo Olympics. Didn't need to be vaccinated to play in Brooklyn or Toronto. And Canada doesn't require boost
0: to enter. Matisse Thibel. Vaccine it's the first thing if you type in Matisse Thibel. Yeah. Explains why he's not vaccinated. Let's see what his reason is. He grew up uh. in a
1: holistic household.
0: Maybe. <laughs> he's not fully vaccinated, which means he'll be ineligible. Uh, Long time ago, thought a lot about what I said here. Made the choice. It's private people are always going what... <laughs> to
1: Australia made their Paralympic team be fully vaccinated, but not their Olympic team. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: but we grew up with Chinese medicine and no, naturopathic doctors. With the upbringing, naturopathic. Coming... Naturopathic. Try that Natu- again. Naturopathic. Naturopathic. I guess it is how it's spelled. Naturopathic. Mm-hmm. With that upbringing coming into this situation, I felt like I had a solid foundation of medical resources that could serve me beyond what the vaccine could do for me. Good for him. (laughs) Stand on your principles, because the 76ers don't need you in Toronto, apparently. Stand on your holistic principles.
1: Stand on your own. (laughs) He's standing. He's not sitting. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah but they don't need to they're number four and that's not yeah. a thing number two see that's that's the boston celtics boston celtics are number two yeah. number two They're
1: number two yes and we are not scared
0: of anybody but that's okay because you weren't expected to be here this season don't,
1: don't speak to me in a patronizing voice that's, that's what you just gave me I- that's okay don't pat me on the it's head a- don't patronize me
0: we the Celtics need- are better. The Celtics season is already a success. It is already a success regardless of what happens in the next round. If they not lose enough. to Brooklyn, it's just going be to be because they played Brooklyn. If they got Brooklyn. if they got the three seed and they got to play the Bulls, I would think no better or no worse than them if they advance to the second round because they're better than the Bulls. But they're not better than Brooklyn. They just happen to play Brooklyn. Well, most likely happen to play Brooklyn in the first round. It's not a guarantee, but most likely happen there to play are no Brooklyn guarantees. in the first round.
1: There are no guarantees in this little tinky-winky stupid the no, way, I don't tournament. even think
0: Brooklyn... I, I think Brooklyn is good enough to get to the conference finals, and then they will lose to Milwaukee. And at the same time, I think that Brooklyn is definitely better than the Boston Celtics, and that's definitely. no shit. Definitely.
1: definitely not. Definitely gonna beat us.
0: They're definitely well. They're not definitely gonna beat you because they're literally one injury away from losing everywhere the series.
1: We so. creep closer and closer to me making you look wrong, more wrong because you make yourself look wrong. Well, at least but it's everywhere. the first.
0: At least it's the first round, though. So then you know when Brooklyn destroy, they're not going to destroy them. It'll go six or seven Ooh, games when Brooklyn work. wins the series. It will at least be early on so that it doesn't ruin the rest of my playoffs. Because the thing I said that I'm very happy about is Miami. Well, again, assuming Brooklyn wins on Tuesday, by the time you're listening to this, assuming Brooklyn is the seventh seed. That Miami, uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and the Brooklyn Nets didn't match up against each other in the first round that makes me happy because then I have to be, people are going to be like, they were a first round exit the same way. They're like, Brooklyn was a second round exit last year. I'm like, they would have won the championship if Kevin Durant had a smaller foot size. It's just how matchups work in the NBA. He he didn't have a
1: small foot size. He just had a big shoe size because he's a doofus.
0: If as long as the, as long as the four best teams make it to the second round, I'm cool. And that's Milwaukee. Philadelphia. No, it's not Kyle. Brooklyn. Kyle. And Miami. Now if now I I can hear arguments for the Celtics over the Heat. I am willing to hear arguments on that one. I can be talked into the Celtics are better than the Heat. You, you can't can do be it talked with the, into other the teams. second
1: seed is better than the first seed, but you can't be talked into the first and second seed are better than the 8th seed.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, Miami is the Miami is the Tennessee Titans of the NBA. They do they don't deserve the 1 seed. No. <laughs> <I know. laughs> they don't deserve the 1 seed. They're going to be proven frauds eventually. I'm not sure when but eventually they will be proven frauds unless Tyler unless they do what they did in the bubble where it's like hey the Celtics are favorites against the Miami Heat oh 36 Tyler Hero oh Bam Adebayo 2010 oh Jimmy Butler 40 points and that's how we're going to beat the Celtics team that we're worse than right
1: are we on to my next take
0: Uh, unless you have more Celtics shit you want to spew because Stan Van Gundy oh what is Stan Van Gundy
1: Right in the barrel. Did you hear his takes last Uh, week?
0: Deshaun Watson? Oh, yes. I did hear that on the Levitard show.
1: Oh, Wolf. Mm -hmm. Wolf. Amongst those 22 accusers is definitely, according to Stan Van Gundy, is definitely somebody who's making it up. Somebody who's just in it to make money. That. We, we can't say whether he's done it or not because there is. we have to wait for the evidence. Stan, there's no evidence coming. There can be no evidence. That is how this predator has been able to operate because there can't be any evidence. That is why these people don't get prosecuted because there is no evidence. You dumb fuck. I've never, I don't. I've never disagreed with Stan so much. I've never been so repulsed by somebody who just showed me somebody who I didn't think that they were. It was just, oh.
0: Okay. Awful, so awful,
1: awful so- takes
0: one of the things I've tried to avoid while talking about the Deshaun Watson situation is the possibility of women lying in this situation because it's giving air to an absolutely disgusting idea, which is essentially it's the legal standard of if one of them is lying, how can you believe any of them basically? And it's like, okay, but that's exactly how OJ Simpson got off on murder. And that's exactly how every single lawyer has played it. For the past 25 years it's really really gross that people choose to do that but if we're here people don't remember at the very beginning of the trial there were 24 women who were pursuing the case and then when they said the names of the women had to go public two people ended up dropping their cases if you want to make the argument that those people were the ones who were trying to lie, that would be the more logical situation in that. Or they just wanted to protect their identity more than whatever the compensation was going to be. That's probably the more likely scenario. But if you Even want fact to do- that One of
1: them is Mary-
0: and if you exactly, that's the other part. If you want to do the character smearing, that's how you should do it. This is just blindly going in and saying, Hey, I think these women are lying because yeah. you want to believe that these women are lying in this situation. Because and if in, you
1: take 22 women, one of them's a liar. In I mean, fairness, that's what he said. If you take 22 women who accuse somebody of something, at least one of them's a liar.
0: And this is the really gross part, which is, And again, this doesn't matter at all, but if 95, I mean, like this is just a ballpark agreed on, I don't have stats or figures. If 95% of women are telling the truth, then yes, in a sample of 22, one person would be lying. At the same time, That ignores the other 21 who, again, I, I can't remember who said it now, but it's like it's the idea of hitting a 22 team parlay. Deshaun Watson should be going to the FBI and asking if he's being criminally extorted if this is not the case. And like you said, Mary and Jenny Vrentas have told us if you don't want to pay attention to any evidence being brought forth in the civil case, because not a lot of it is being well presented in media because we're not covering this thing very well. If you want to, at the very least, believe that this is the case, go look at that reporting. It tells you the details that these women are telling in their testimonies and they're telling in their depositions. Everyone has a story somewhat similar to this. I should find the timeline of events again for Deshaun Watson, because it's like, you can't tell me that all of this with all the data there can't be proven not factual.
1: I think it was just an awful take to have mm-hmm. like to to give air to when this is something that I think as a society we're trying to move away from and as, as a media I think are trying to move away from the rhetoric that that in these situations there are there are liars because it has been proven that like that but you could oh, you could see that he was coming at this from a perspective of where he has experienced instances where women have tried to manipulate situations with players you could you could you could hear in his voice that he had a certainty in how he spoke Mm -hmm. that he had been privy to situations where women had tried to gain to gain from whatever interactions they'd had with players and that's just me Mm -hmm. uh, trying to to take that out of what I heard, but I believe that, that that's what, where that kind of opinion came from.
0: Especially I, coming from the 90s and 2000s NBA that Stan was in, where, like, Kobe Bryant is saying in a rape trial, like, I should have just settled the way Shaq does, and, yeah. like, this is a prevalent and thing that's existing.
1: Yeah. You, you could tell that there was... there that he had experienced things in the past... That had led him to believe that there were people who who sought to gain from these situations, and I don't think that that takes into account what these people's what these people stand to lose,
0: mm-hmm. and, and, and what also they, what these oh,
1: women do lose in this situation,
0: and also stand pretty clearly. Again, people haven't heard the audio from this, but he clearly isn't following this story the way that. He, you know, he might an issue their cause that he cares about. So I think to a certain point, people default to what they know. I know I do this sometimes too, as I default to the pretenses that we know. There's just been literally no precedent ever for the types of. I know. I know he wasn't criminally prosecuted, but the types of sexual crimes that Deshaun Watson was committing in this situation, or the types of sexually predatory behavior, and, I guess, is the better you way. You can to tell put that.
1: It. You can tell that when somebody said, "Well, he, he was found not guilty," because no, he was not found not guilty. He was not mm-hmm. deemed to be innocent. That is not. They are not. That is not what happened. That is not the legal proceedings that occurred. He was not found innocent. He was not deemed to be not guilty. That is not what happened.
0: This one, this happened to me the other day on a podcast where someone was asking a Deshaun Watson question. And in the, the pre-written question, it said Deshaun Watson, or I'm sorry, it was Trevor Bauer. And they were talking about how he was exonerated on these charges. Unfortunately, I got to ask the question. And so I got to rephrase it. But in that place, I'm like, Hey, make sure you change it from exonerated to was not found criminally, where there was not enough evidence to criminally charge. Like, it's very important to distinct those things because changing the language around these cases is going to make it less prevalent that we fall into the same traps at the same time. it's difficult when
1: you don't understand legal jargon and when you fall into these, you do fall into these traps of that means not guilty, that that doesn't mean not guilty. It means they, there wasn't enough criminal evidence for him to stand trial. That does not mean that he was not mm-hmm. criminally, that, that, that he didn't commit a crime. That's that not what it meant.
0: Yes, it just means there wasn't enough evidence to prosecute, which again, the legal bar, especially in the state of Texas, which I've learned from following the legal jargon of this, the criminal bar in Texas is incredibly high relative to yep. even the rest of the country like California, which is probably a good thing in setting the precedent, but it doesn't mean that it's a. if we're going to use it as the, like, it's either this or this, we're going to think about it in binary terms, it's not the greatest way to evaluate that because it makes it seem like nothing happened or everything happened. And hmm. I, that's more a problem with us. And in, you mentioned like not understanding the legal jargon That's something that I definitely fell into because at the very beginning of this, in March of 2021, when this was coming to the surface, my initial instinct was, oh, well, he's going to settle this out of court and then he's going to play next year. He stands to lose too much money to not settle this case. And then once it got to 22 and once criminal charges were involved, that's when I kind of started to learn the legal aspects of this situation. And not everyone is taking the time or wants to take the time for it. I think part of it is just, I very much care about this issue of like protecting women in the workplace and putting women in positions of power. And so I wanted to take the time to learn the legal stuff around Deshaun Watson. Cause like you, you clown on me for saying all the time, it is a sports story of a generation. It is like, inc- I say it a lot, but it is a sports story of a generation. And we just like, we reverse the progress that we we put forth in Me Too when people were caring about this stuff a whole lot, and it wasn't going to take twenty-two cases being brought forward that we know about. Like we because only no know. One, of no 22.
1: one really loses. No one really loses when Harvey Weinstein goes down. When
0: mm-hmm. people
1: when when people lose their generational quarterback, whoo, that's
0: it. By the way, that's I, a tough
1: pill to swallow.
0: I, This might take a second, but I did find a timeline of incidents alleged here because I like bringing this up whenever we have this conversation because it's important to point out, well, where's the evidence? Here's the evidence being alleged here. March 30th, 2020 at Plaintiff's Home in Texas, April 19th, 2020 at a Houston Spa, May 28th, 2020 at Watson's Home, June 2nd, 2020 at a Houston Spa, June 2020 and August 17th, 2020 at a hotel and later a spa in Houston, July 2020 at Plaintiff's House in Houston. Plaintiff has since dropped lawsuit. July 2020 in Arizona four sessions July 20th through September 20 July 2020 through September 2020 in Texas July 15th at home in Beverly Hills August 2nd, 2020, hotel in Houston. August 28th at the Houstonian Hotel Club and Spa. September 2nd and November 17th at Watson's House. Multiple encounters between September 9th and October 2020. September 24th, 2020, rented room at a Houston salon. Two sessions, October 19th and November 2020 at Plaintiff's Office in Houston. October 8th, 2020 at Houston Spa. October 19th, 2020 at Plaintiff's Office in Houston. November 6th and 10th, 2020. 2020 at Plaintiff's Mother's House in Texas, November 9th, 2020, Plaintiff's Office in Houston, December 28th, 2020, Houston Office Building, sometime in 2020, January 21st, 2021, Houston, March 5th, 2021, Massage Therapy Business in Sandy Springs, Georgia, March 13th, lawsuit brought to public light. So literally up until a week before the lawsuit came to light between the start of the pandemic and then. Overwhelming amounts of evidence in that case that says you have very specific timelines and very specific details and accounts. This is very, very likely to be something is there, even if it's not criminal. And there is no measure of of reasonable accountability. Like if, if people want to argue getting paid to not play football for a year is a measure of accountability. Sure. But not a measure of accountability in sight.
1: Nope.
0: Yeah. The, and yeah. And I don't like bringing up the possibility of it being a sham because that doesn't deserve the light of air. Just because I, I learned this from Bomani a couple of years ago too. It's like, just because enough people say something doesn't mean we have to give it air just because enough people want to talk about the possibility that it's fake. When again, it's like a 22 team parlay. This would be like a, criminal conspiracy of the grandest proportions in this case.
1: Yeah, but- that people across multiple women across multiple states who have never met each other who are able to corroborate and not have like crossover dates, not not have anything that that shows any kind of corroboration between the two. They can't be linked to each other. And yet
0: it's all a conspiracy. And all of this stuff is difficult, but just try and care. Like this, just people just got to, that's the thing for Stan. Just try, man. Just be an ally in that situation. But,
1: and, and, but then to turn around and be like, but like, I still think he's a bad man. And I think he's guilty. And why are you saying this?
0: Because it's a front. You say that and then you follow it with a but, and it takes away the thing that you say before that. And nuance is important there. Just say, and, and it's possible if you're going to be the person who's going to be terrible in that case, just at least say, and no. don't, de- you don't, don't get to degrade. be the person
1: that says, and, and, and tries to cast doubt on these women when you actually haven't done any, like looking into it. You don't know anything about the case at all. Yes. You don't get to be there, but what if dude? Mm-mm
0: but what if bro what if it's all a conspiracy what if what if male privilege is just a facade that the oh, world tries to do nah. to make us feel guilty uh, what do you
1: nah, these these reporters they've got they've all got an agenda yeah okay thank you thank you yes so much. please go uh, back to talking about fucking vanilla chips or whatever
0: yes men's rights activist trevor bauer has entered the conversation as well
1: <laughs> 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 yeah hold me up against the wall and strangle me trevor and then tell me that i wanted a
0: pig and concuss and break ribs and yeah there's some gross details in there yeah i don't
1: think anyone and no one's ever said like yeah break my
0: ribs like that (laughs) there are texts i I don't i don't want to do that with trevor bauer it's there are texts that confirm the next day it was like yo you gave me a concussion it's just it's uh i don't know what to do in those situations because you're asking all of us to be you're, you're asking and I, and us you know to what? Be, there are people uh, there
1: are people who have consenting relationships who you know what they do enjoy things that are outside of the norm, each to their own. But yeah. I think there has to be some kind of line.
0: You, you're asking us to be moral arbiters in impossible situations, which is why it's so like Stu says, it's so much easier to just say I don't care about any morals and ethics in my sports except when it's something that I care about near and dear to my heart but if it's not that now we just can't empathize with your pain, which uh, I can't remember
1: Empathizing is my jam. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. I'm I'm the the empathist.
0: Exactly. I'm an empath. That's what I
1: am. I'm an empath.
0: It's so nice. Also, empathy is so wonderful and people just, uh, they just practice it in sports and it will help you in the rest of your life. It's helped me. Learning about the Deshaun Watson stuff has helped me work through stuff in my own life that may or may not be like sexual harassy. Like it's really good at I don't know if that's a word. Does. Sexual harassy. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there, but I attend university in America. There there's about a good chance that there is a
1: fair to- deal of sexual harassy going on.
0: Yes. Sexual harassy and sexual assaults. Yes. Those those Assaulties. things are see, I didn't want to say it. I'm the man in this. As much as I'm an ally and, and advocate for this stuff, I don't, I'm still a man. I don't want to okay, be, Sorry. I don't want to be the person who says to quote Sexual
1: you salty.
0: Yes. Yes. I I have to protect myself in that situation. Right. Don't be antagonistic to women. That's that's uh, I can't remember who said that. It was either Kate Fagan or someone in the WNBA, but just stop being antagonistic to the, the to women. I'm like that's a great philosophy that most men fail to achieve. Just don't no, be antagonistic.
1: Love I love love being
0: antagonistic. <laughs> just ignore. Just if you're gonna if just don't be actively antagonistic. If, if you, you have not like got, it, got just- anything
1: nice to say, don't say anything at all. Uh,
0: I hate I hate men. I hate.
1: I, I hate men. Anyway, I hate sport. So I, I played sport on the weekend. Right? <laughs> Transition. Transition. Broke a finger, tore a ligament.
0: Oh, no. Oh, that's what that is. I just kind of ignored ah, it's, that. It's yes. my broken finger.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> just is, kind this of ignored my, that. This is my uh, hospital band. Because <laughs> I haven't cut it off because I can't cut with my left hand because I'm disabled. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you need you need some help there I
1: need, I need i need some help literally um so i played footy on the weekend uh it was a fun time until it wasn't but we'll be back we'll be back better than ever in about in three to four, to four
0: weeks. weeks yeah, yeah that's so what they,
1: they, they said four to six weeks but but my netball season's <laughs> approaching so we're gonna have to speed that up a little <laughs>
0: we're gonna have to use the anthony davis timeline. <laughs> look
1: we're gonna we're gonna have to really uh we're gonna have to speed up that uh timeline because netball season fast approaching and i need to be the captain of my team so we've got two weeks to make it back on the court
0: you can't just hang out on the sideline for a week and just be the, absolutely the captain. not <laughs> i fomo cannot
1: cannot
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so
1: i uh, I can tape a finger. The finger's fine. That doesn't really matter. I'll just tape it. This is apparently the left, the ring finger is the buddy of the ro- the yeah. pinky. Plus, that's its buddy now. So they're stuck together. They'll be fine. But the, it's the, not the really ligament, that
0: important, though, right? Like it's is, oh well,
1: it's my throwing hand. So my passes might be off a bit. But the ligament in my ankle is going to be an issue. We're going to have to work on that and get me back because um, not this Friday. <sighs> next Friday, we're back on the court. <laughs>
0: Just do the Luka Doncic therapy. Just wear a boot, show it off to the camera, then take the boot off when the playoffs start. Because apparently Luka is wearing a boot, but he hasn't had that for the last seven months. But now Luka Doncic has a boot. That could be your strategy. Just wear the boot around. Right. Well, I've got a boot because I'm only just recovering from a previous injury. So
1: Um, anyway, we'll be back on the court soon.
0: Good to know. That's Morgan's bi-weekly or weekly updates yeah. on yeah. her footy so and her we, sport. We
1: got, yeah, footy and netball. So I've got the black and white braids happening at the moment.
0: Um, great for then, great for visual medium or audio that's medium. All right.
1: That's all right. That's why I told them and didn't just uh, show them. That's why I <laughs> yeah. described them, Kyle.
0: Paint a picture for us.
1: Any picture. So we're a hot mess, an absolute hot mess. <laughs> got a massive bandage on my leg. Broken fingers, but. Yeah what? Week and a half now we're back on court. Power
0: through. Power through,
1: that's right. Rome wasn't built in an apple.
0: <laughs> that was good. Rome was not built in an apple, but Shout neither was your Sally
1: gill. Happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday to him, even though this is released on a Wednesday. All right. I don't care. Good luck. And it's Tuesday in my time. It's not Billy Gill's birthday, you know. So. That is true, unfortunately. But Billy Gill's birthday is when Billy Gill celebrates Billy Gill's birthday, which is apparently to take the day off of work on a Monday, like Kyrie Irving did that one time. Kyrie Irving took <laughs> Kyrie no Irving
1: party and get COVID.
0: Ky- I don't know if that was the one where he got COVID, but it was when he was doing the anti-vax thing, where he said he was out <laughs> for personal reasons, and then it was his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you take a sick day like you can't do anything on that day yeah we're all number one of sick days so like i took a sick day a couple weeks ago and i had like i had an appointment that day so the night before all of my work colleagues went out but i couldn't go because i couldn't then in my right mind like take my sick day on the friday having gone and got shit faced the night before with my work colleagues so i had to like not go to the work function and get drunk.
0: This is how your brain operates like Billy Gill, because mine does it too sometimes. This is Yeah.
1: And and even my boss was like, like, you can still come tonight. And I was like, no, I can't, because I've got an appointment tomorrow and people will know. And she's like, they won't care. Oh, yes, they will care. Yes, they will notice.
0: There will be that one person. That exactly one person. Right. That
1: one nosy bitch will be like, Morgan's not at work today. Oh, she did drink a lot last night and then Never Connect the dots out. there. Yeah, don't need that. Don't need that.
0: Don't need that in your life. No, Nobody don't need that it. kind
1: of negativity in my life. Don't need those people no. joining
0: those dots. Mind just, your own it's, it's it's not worth the getting drunk. Just skip the Absolutely day. Not. Mind your own business. All get of drunk
1: it. with somebody else, not your work colleagues.
0: Or <laughs> okay. Just don't, yes. or just don't get drunk. That's yeah. That that would be my solution. My solution okay. would be not to get drunk. But that's okay. How about the Timberwolves, huh?
1: How about those T-Wolves? Carl Towns. As Spurs. Were... <laughs> I
0: some can't believe...
1: Are, some people say saying, this is Bob's best coaching.
0: Yeah. I I can't believe the Timberwolves won or lost on Tuesday. It was an impeccable game.
1: can't believe it. Amazing. How about, mm. how about that Carl Towns performance?
0: Better than Jason Tatum Oof. still? Remember when I said he was better than Jason Tatum?
1: I don't know. Do you remember that? Should we, I, should we be going back over that? I think we should take some time about this. Tell should we go back file. to the
0: list? Go back to the list. Okay. Uh, let's see. So Giannis is still ahead. Jokic, Embiid, Kevin Durant, uh, LeBron. Stop. Stop. That's Jason Tatum is next. <laughs> Jason yeah,
1: Tatum. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to help you here. Stop. Steph
0: Curry stop before before i get to trey young
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about the yankees fans chanting fuck trey young he lives rent free in their heads
0: dude it's so <laughs> much fun because i oh okay. my
1: god a
0: villain in a-
1: it doesn't even play that sport
0: <laughs> The But it's the only thing that turns New York on. New York has been in a loveless marriage with their sports teams for 10 years. I mean, just go through it right now. Giants, 20 years of irrelevance. They've gone through 10, 10 more on the way. Jets. uh, (laughs) Why are you naming New
1: Jersey teams?
0: Fair enough. Uh (laughs) <laughs> we could talk about Rutgers football also. I went back and listened to the shutdown full cast on Rutgers football, which is Manhattan's football team. Which congratulations, you <laughs> you get Rutgers as your team. Love myself some um,
1: shutdown full cast.
0: New York Islanders. They did make a conference finals a couple of years ago. Haven't made the championship. Let's 40. go Islanders! Boom! 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 They are going to miss the playoffs this year. New York Rangers. <laughs> terrible. Uh, they did make the Stanley cup a decade ago, but they have been terrible ever since, uh, New York Knicks, just, just a loveless marriage, (laughs) New York Mets, you know, Knicks and Mets kind of fall into the same group there. Yankees. I cannot emphasize enough just how insane it is that in a salary cap sport, the Houston Astros who had no, I mean, like the Houston Astros have had some success, no business to be royalty in baseball. They made the Yankees their little brothers and the the Red Sox their little brothers, and the Red Sox are then the Yankees' little brothers. So, what does that leave the Yankees? It leaves the Yankees of hasn't made a World Series in 13 years, despite the fact they've made the playoffs in 10 of those years. They've lost to the Astros three times, hey, the Red Sox at twice. Least they win
1: the Subway Series. <laughs>
0: Yes. Congratulations. The Yankees, you're now the third best team out of three actual teams that are trying in baseball. Congratulations. You also lost to Tampa in 2020 and the Yankees somehow have not made a world series since then. It's just a loveless marriage with all their teams and Trey Young at the very least sparked a fire in their (laughs) hearts. Trey Young at least gave them a one hookup Where they could then be, they could talk about it for the rest of time. When they felt alive again, they got to feel alive in their sports teams.
1: This is a cross sport villain.
0: What else do they have? Do they want to? Hasn't even
1: done anything wrong.
0: What are they gonna do to What are they gonna do at the Yankees games, huh? Instead of chanting "F Trey Young," what are you gonna do? Are you gonna chant your hatred to Christian oh, Arroyo? Fuck the gonna, Mets! I don't know. They were playing the Red Sox too. I'm just saying the Red Sox have no one they can hate. You can hate the but Red can't Sox. you just you, hate the Red Sox? No, because the Red Sox are your daddies. Like the, you have the Red Sox can Trae hold Young this, is your daddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They just, what are you, who are you going to hate on the like Red lollipop Sox? The lollipop that got dropped on the ground. Are you going to, th- 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 I'm saying that the Red Sox team is so forgettable that there's no one to hate on the Red Sox. You're going to hate Rafael Devers. What has he ever done to you? You're going to hate Schwarber. He's not even on the Red Sox anymore. And that's still what I thought. That was a, like a hated Red Sox for Yankees fans. Like there, there's no, there's no connection. There's I no connection other than the laundry. <laughs> sure, but who are you going to boo more? Alex Cora, who most people don't even know is the manager of the Red Sox at that game, or Trey Young? <laughs>
1: at least Alex Cora involved in the sport that they're attending.
0: Yeah, but the problem is, if Alex Cora sat next to six out of ten of those New York bros in the stands, they would not recognize it was Alex Cora. If Trey Young walked by with his lollipop hair... I think that they would recognize Trey Young almost immediately. I'm not sure why they did it at the Yankees game or what prompted it, but, you know, to each their own. Um, oh, hate is going to hate. I would also like to point out that the Atlanta Hawks who were not only defeated the Philadelphia 76ers, but destroyed the process as we knew it, added not a single player this offseason, and went from conference championship to the nine seed in the Eastern Conference. Like, just the exact same team as last year. If you stay
1: still, everyone else moves past you. You Yeah. gotta keep moving. I mean, yes and Like the Celtics did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know who else did? The Bulls. And if the Bulls and Celtics matched up... It was
1: a joke. We didn't move at all. We didn't move anyone. We got Daniel Tice back.
0: Yes. But you did subtract Kemba Walker and added Al Horford.
1: It was ages ago. (laughs) You know what we did do? Suddenly people... Like, three months ago, nobody knew who Robert Williams was. Nobody cared who Robert Williams was. Nobody paid Robert Williams an ounce of respect now oh the celtics aren't any good because they don't have time lord you didn't know who time lord was three
0: weeks ago shut up well yeah but i still don't shut give up. robert williams the respect everyone else is everyone else is just self of course is you do because you
1: take two months to find to find out when when we're good
0: oh i still don't think you guys are as good as you think you are i still don't i think, I think
1: we're second
0: i think you're fourth and maybe fifth
1: well one of us is right because I've got the standings and you're wrong because you've got the sittings.
0: But what if the regular season in basketball just didn't matter at all? You're That's right. The thing what I if it just me. wasn't long enough? What if it just doesn't matter? As long as you get in, you're good. Now the Lakers, they broke that rule. I didn't think it was possible, but they broke that rule. As long as you get in, you're fine. Chicago could have been the one seed and they still would have been the sixth best team in the Eastern conference. Cause they were always the sixth best team in the Eastern conference. Cause I refuse to believe that. At it, well, unless Greg Popovich Kyle, is terrible.
1: at the end of the week when the when the New York net, the Boston, what are the Brooklyn nets, whatever, are no longer in the playoffs? When, when, when are you going to change your standings?
0: I'm not even saying that I'm guaranteeing Boston is going to lose the series. That's an indictment of Brooklyn more than it is the power of Boston. The fact that and Boston you, oh, is here shut is- shut up. Oh, Boston, yawn. look- Boston, the, what the last two months did for me for Boston was take them from the seventh best team at the East to maybe the fourth or fifth best team in the East. That's really good. They also just simply cannot be better than the Milwaukee Bucks because the Milwaukee Bucks are just ridiculously overwhelming. They are probably not better well, than the Nets because the Nets are like them, but they just don't play defense, but they score way more than Boston. they don't Yes, I know they don't defend, but Boston doesn't score. Yes, we do. You're like seven. You're like seventeenth in the league in offense. Dumb. Your third. Dumb. Dumb. Your third leading scorer is still Dennis Schroeder. It
1: doesn't matter. Tell me. Tell me Brooklyn's third highest scorer. They don't have a third scorer. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, but if you're giving me those two versus your two. I'm taking no. I'm taken Kevin Durant and Kyrie sick of being Irving.
1: Told. I'm sick of being told we need a third scorer when they're never told that. Tell me who Philadelphia's third highest scorer is.
0: Philadelphia I don't know, but they've got Joel
1: Embiid. Oh uh, fuck off. We've got Jason Tatum. Yeah,
0: that's why and, i And think you know you what? That's enough for a seat team. at this
1: table now. That's enough for a seat at
0: this table. <laughs> yes, it now. is. Yes, it is. And
1: the we the, the second okay. person at the table.
0: The one thing I will say about the Celtics they can go to the championship. The reason they won't go to the championship is cuz they got to play 3 of the 4. They got to play 3 of the 4 teams. They're just not going to be able to beat all of them. I think they're going to lose to Brooklyn, but that's that has nothing to do with Boston. That just has to do with the the first round matchup. Even if they beat Brooklyn, which is not out of the realm of possibility. They can totally beat Brooklyn. They they're not going to in my opinion, but they can. It's not like it's not like the it's not like the the Bulls and Bucks series where we know it's like a five game, just inevitable. The the Bulls are there to lose, just fill time. Like it's not la, like la, that. La.
1: Tune in next week, everyone, where you can see that Carl was wrong and I was right.
0: It's gonna be technically like three weeks. The NBA playoffs well, take a long time. It's not gonna and take that long because it's not going to seven. And I, I think it'll go to six or seven, no matter what, no matter who wins the series. It's gonna go to six or seven because Jason Tatum can get you a game. Jason Tatum against that defense can guarantee you a game. 100%. Marcus Smart can get you a game. No, he no, the same way. Yeah, the same way that. Yes, he uh, can. that yeah, but you know who else? Could, if if that's the standard, we're doing. Patty Mills can get you a game. He can. Yeah, that's not he saying can. it's going to happen. There you go.
1: If you should have come back at me, he's their third best score, and I would have sat down and shut up.
0: Yeah, but no. even I can't pretend. And then Cam, that Cam Newton would Cam Newton would
1: have been bloody happy. Ha <laughs> ha!